When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, I can't believe he ate the whole can. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. How's it going? That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? Kevin's already on his phone. So Forgot about the quiet question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so first of all, apologies for the lack of episodes recently. Uh, we've been trying to throw them in. Life happens. Stuff happens. We had a guest scheduled who canceled on the last minute, but we got her rescheduled. She'll be good. Promise. Little hint there. It's a female. First ever female guest. Hopefully. Hopefully she comes on. They mean like hopefully she was the first ever female. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we yeah. know something about Goldberg. <laughs> but, you know, we're uh, we're trying to get it done. And we're trying to juggle all the pieces. So thank you for sticking with us in our time of need. I, I, I guess it's a time of need. Anyway, Tommy, what is our topic today? We're going to talk about the ducks before they were ducks. That is correct. So a lot of things happened before they became the mighty ducks, before Bombay gave his speech, before he really got them believing. And... Our first introduction to the actual ducks is carp falling out of a dumpster with a purse in his hand, and <laughs> which is a weird sentence to say. And he goes out, and they they pull the old kind of poop dollar trick with a little twist. They get the dog poop, put it in a purse, and then put the dollar. Guy picks it up. Chaos ensues. I mean, how? Do you grade that sort of creativity? Because it's it's pretty good for like a ten year old kids. Um, first off, I always thought it was weird whenever they like they have the can of beans. Mm-hmm. Do they have a can opener? Because like was is it Averman who takes it out? He's like, look, or was it Charlie? I don't know. I think it's Charlie. Charlie, and none of them is like, okay, great, I got this can opener. So I can imagine them spending like two and a half hours throwing it against the wall, <laughs> trying to like Did, like easy pop tops exist. No, they, that was like revolutionary when that came out. Like that was like late nineties, I think. We're gonna need to check that. Michael put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, get the Campbell's people on the line. Okay, I'll try. I don't know how. I, that... I, I'm pretty sure Tommy just made that up. I have no there, idea. It was not around in the early nineties. I remember opening, you know, soup as a kid and having some trouble. Until like the pop top, and yeah, I still had trouble with the pop top. <laughs> yeah, I feel like pop- still has trouble with the pop top. Yeah, that's correct. I feel like pop tops for like soup, especially, came in later in the game. I feel Do they like even s- have pop tops for like canned beans now? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've seen them. Bushes. I don't eat that many beans. That's true. I guess. I, I guess me- it's right. Yeah. Every now and then, I get a hankering for some bushes baked beans. But I still feel like the overall market for beans is non-pop top, possibly. I, I don't feel know. Like it, I feel it. like it's cheaper to manufacture without the pop tops. Yeah. And even, okay, let's say even they did have pop tops back then. These kids are not going to be be able to afford 
the nice pop top cans. This is kind of off. I mean, sort of off top, not really off topic, but um, do you remember in Dennis the Menace when they're cooking the beans over the fire and and it explodes? No, that was cool. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all, right. all right, so. Whose dog is this? Is this just like a stray? Did that ever get I, My guess is that it's a stray, but they know it. They they call it Petey. So is this it, like a neighborhood dog? Because these are all like the neighborhood kids, and it's like yeah. no one's dog. It's just there. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would assume. I assume like this is a relatively like common thing for them to just wander the streets. And then they have this dog that they... I'm sure a dog just hangs around. Yeah. So they get the beans. Apparently Petey eats the whole can. And eat the can too. Yeah. And the guy gets out and like chases them through the construction zone over a fence. I mean, is that like a like, suitable reaction for a guy to do that? What would he have done? Beating like, the, beat shit the shit out of him? <laughs> yeah, like gone to jail? Like I, uh, I can imagine him like Throwing the shit in their face or something like that. Like making Averman eat it or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although he probably would have caught carp. If, if anyone's getting, getting caught, it's I carp. don't understand how they didn't like just sacrifice carp in that scenario. Oh, just like push him down. Yeah. It's like you don't have to be the fastest kid. You yeah. just have to be faster. You, you than just have carp. to outrun carp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I guess carp could narc on everyone else. Like, Yeah, he definitely seems like a narc. He seems like a crier too. Yeah. I think you put him in like a pressure situation, he's narcing for sure. Yeah. So that's why you got to save carp. But I mean, does this guy, I mean, we talked about how he, how these kids are kind of neighborhood kids. Does this guy know the kids? Is there any other, after they get away, is there any other punishment? That's a good question. I never thought like, oh, it's, you know, so-and-so's older brother or something like that. But the way they say like, oh, this guy deserves what he gets or whatever. So it's obvious that they don't know who he is, but maybe he does know who they are. Like, oh, that's, you know, you know, John's boy. I'm going to go catch him up and, and, like, get him and bring him to his father. And, like, look what your son was doing or something mm-hmm. like that. So maybe he, he recognizes them. Maybe he works with one of their dads or something like that. Yeah. So they could still... Or maybe he, like, used to bang Charlie's mom. Oh. Who didn't? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. So this guy, I still think it's kind of an overreaction on his part, like, it was it was a funny joke. Like you picked up the whole person, put it in your car. Like you kind of deserved it, as yeah. they said. Well, maybe he was just going to return it. We don't know that. Yes, we do. Come on. Think that guy's shady. returning it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we go, and the next thing we really see from the kids is their first practice with Bombay. So Bombay comes out there, and they're like they're skating on a pond. Like, how many practices do you think they had without a coach? That's a good question, because they, they talk about the coach who obviously had a heart attack and probably died. Um, I, I guess, I guess the, the question there is what constitutes a practice? Because, I mean, if they just got together and, you know, screwed around, like, does that constitute a practice? I can imagine them, like, getting together and not doing any kind of practicing yeah. like they all have their gear on and then they end up just being like hey let's throw snowballs at each yeah, other making snow angels and stuff like is there anyone who would be like hey guys we should practice like charlie yeah and everybody would laugh at him and tell. Him i don't think he has a, the confidence at this one. maybe he like recommends He's like, it come on guys we need to practice 
Like yeah. That. You're I never going to get better. <laughs> I definitely see Charlie. What about Gunn. Connie? And then Con- and like Guy kind of following suit. Yeah, I I do think I do kind of agree with Evan or Kevin though. I called you Evan there. I apologize. Wow, wow, fifty plus episodes and you don't even know my name. <laughs> well, uh, you're not here for I, some of them. That's true. Oh, hey, oh. Uh, I, I have been absent. All right, I've been an absent father. <laughs> yes, I do agree with Kevin though. In that, I think Charlie would suggest it, and then everyone else would be like. Okay, and then just do their own thing. Like they wouldn't really listen to Charlie at that point because he's still Spazway. Or he'd give like terrible, terrible advice or something like that. It's like, oh, let's just do lines or something like that. So it's like, no, Charlie. <laughs> and then like obviously anything they do, Goldberg is gonna complain about because I mean he's like yeah. a terrible goalie. And so I, I can imagine Goldberg being like one of the leaders, being like, oh, let's let's just screw around. Mm-hmm. Like we like we either play or we play around. So let's play around. Yeah, I think the only one who can make like a legitimate practice, like a player's practice, is Jesse at this point. Because he, he comes up, he steps up when Bombay comes in, and he talks about, you know. I can imagine Jesse only wanting to scrimmage. Like, not being like, okay, let's work on our puck handling, you know, let's work on some passes. Because yeah, they've obviously never worked on passing. They have that egg drill. Um, so, I can Soft imagine. Hands. Yeah, concentration, <laughs> not strength. Uh, yeah, I can imagine that's a good point. Jesse would kind of get them to do their thing, but only be like, hey, we're doing this my way. Like, we're going to scrimmage, and I'm going to mm-hmm. score 20 goals against Goldberg because he sucks. The thing is, Jesse isn't that, like, he gave us no reason to think he's any good at that point. Like, that's later true. on, yeah. So, did they practice in the same place when they had an actual coach? Did they just go to this pond? Like, yeah, why couldn't they get, they... like, ice time? Maybe they can't afford it. I, I, I don't understand. Like, okay, if I'm if I'm their age and my coach dies or, you know, whatever, I'm not going to practice. Like, I'm going to go screw around, you know? I'm going to go, you know, get... Well, would Averman have been at the movie theater? No, not no. at this point. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but... You know, I'd, I'd, go, I'd go fuck around. I wouldn't go... Well, I wouldn't go practice. I think, though, the thing is, is we've established that these kids... Well, yeah, they don't have like a ton to do. They're always just kind of hanging out. They're not bad, and so maybe it's kind of like uh, we know that if we you know stick together and you know do like play hockey or something, we're not going to get into like serious trouble. That was beautiful, Tommy. Exactly, and so maybe they're just like, hey, you know, let's just go there because you know we don't want to end up. I like, think you're giving them way so too much so. credit. Well, I think there's parental involvement here. It, and at least some of them, or with at least some of them, like oh yeah, I Jesse think, and Terry's dad, and he's yeah. up, he, he's gonna, he's gonna find you out. You gotta go to practice, yeah. no matter what. Like, yeah, and they probably still that value in them. Although they probably don't drop them off because I mean we got the, the the impression that they're all very much you know working class, and their both parents are probably you know working you know into the evening, and so they get off school and then like walk to practice themselves. They're not getting someone dropped up, dropping them off. So unless like Charlie's mom is working a weird shift at the diner. That's true. That's true. So Bombay comes in and he tells the limo driver to go on the ice because he knows it's safe. Is that a stone cold bluff or does Bombay actually know something there? He grew up on the ice. He did grow up on the ice. We we all know that. Do you think he was drunk at the time? Like he wasn't really. <laughs> That's a great quote. No, he's probably. No, he couldn't be drunk. Oh, I mean. Well, like per court order, he couldn't be drunk. Is he the kind of guy who plays by the rules? 
No, but I, I mean, I, I think I think if he sees his career in the balance like that, he'd you know lay off the sauce for a little bit. So do you think maybe he's doing pills? Remember, during their first game, he's like taking pills. That is true. So do you think he's of the right he's state just, of he's mind? He's fucking blitzed on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever pills are, you can see that quaaludes, uppers, downers, <laughs> quaaludes around. I don't know what, what, what were what were what pills were hot at the time. I don't know why you're asking. Mike, me. Michael, I, put it in the show notes. <laughs> Use some interesting Googling. Oh, my God. Yeah. What kind of drugs did I get in 1992? <laughs> make, make sure you do that research at work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. If you are the limo driver, do you listen to Gordon Bombay and drive out on the ice knowing you could kill? Depends on how much I'm getting paid. I mean, I think Bombay is so convincing. <laughs> like, he's one of those people that... That can just pretty much convince any. Obviously, that's what made him a great lawyer. Um, so I think, I don't know. I, I think maybe he gets caught up in it and is like, oh, "All right, yeah, this is cool." You know, mm-hmm. like, don't worry, it'll be okay. Yeah, he's like, "All right, all right." I don't know. So, Bombay is out on the ice. He's in the limo, and then the kids jump on the limo. They shake it. They're on the roof. What are they trying to do? Uh, they want to ride. Because remember, they don't get yeah. on until after like he shows up and like says, I'm your new yeah. hockey coach. And was like, if you need anything, fax me. I'll be in like the limo. Yeah. And so they're just like, you know, who's this guy think he is? It's like, okay, let, let's go mess with him then. Okay. If, he, if he doesn't want you know, us to be around, you know, we'll, we'll make him be around us. So I think they're just having some good fun. But it, it is weird that none of them are like, you know, this, you know, 2,000 pound cars on the ice. <laughs> and should we really be jumping on it? But is the goal always to get a ride, or is it just to like mess with them and then they somehow get in the the limo? I think it's probably to get inside, because I mean I've been in a limo once in my life, and wow. so like, you know, if I was you know twelve years old. I would, and I had the opportunity to get in a limo like with all my buddies. You bet your ass I would you know do whatever I could really. So it's true. All right, fair enough. Yeah, twelve year olds love limos. Yeah. According to the Mighty Ducks. So, so one, do 26 year olds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, everyone we do. loves limos. I don't think there's like, unless you're like super rich and then you just ride in limos all the time, but it's a very rare breed. So they get in the limo. Goldberg rips a fart. <laughs> yes, everyone, everyone immediately knows it's Goldberg. It's an iconic moment. If he you really he think declines about it. it though. So do we know that it was him? Did what? somebody set him up and that just stuck with him? Oh, interesting. Of, you know? Yeah, maybe because then in D2. Carp. It had to be Carp. <laughs> well, in D2 he farts, but well, everyone thinks he farts, but it's really Portman. Yeah. So maybe it's never Goldberg and he just has this reputation. But my question would be, if that's the case, why does he have this reputation? Because I figure... He farts so much that everyone immediately just assumes it's him. Yeah, that must be it. So, so that's yeah. his reputation. So he works at the deli too, so he probably like is eating a lot of like of meat. That's so. true. That's true. I thought it was interesting that Peter like it's like basically going through the driver's candy, yeah. and he's like, "This looks good. I'm gonna eat it." And just like this could be anything. So I mean, maybe the driver was also on pills or something, and that's why he went onto the ice. Oh, and then Peter ate one of those pills, and that started. Maybe the kids spiral. weren't even real. 
Oh, it's all hallucination? Yeah. There's a twist. Maybe <laughs> they weren't real because in the limo, it actually sunk through the ice and killed them. Oh, wow. And so this was all like a... He was in purgatory. At I the like time. where this is going, guys. Yeah. So, like, in D4, Bombay just, like, wakes up. Because he was in, like, a coma or something. For yeah. Him. And then that's it. But he, no, no, but he wakes up like a day later and then has to coach the ducks again. <laughs> oh. So he dreamed everything beyond that. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's a twist. Yeah. And then, like his that the like end is like his first game with You know, maybe actually that that did happen cuz remember in D2, he says uh Gunnar Saul is like, you know, triple D glove side. It's like, what if he goes stick side? He likes to be fancy cuz he knew <laughs> He knew. And I bet you what happened is, like, originally, like, in his dream or whatever, like, something happened where, like, he wasn't having fun in D2. And so he's like, well, I'm just going to be, like, a rich asshole in real life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he, like, knows that he can become that rich asshole and, like, you know, go to all these Hollywood parties. And he knows exactly how to juke the system. So just some, some food for uh, for thought. Wow. This is why you need to listen, folks. Because, I mean, we just blew the lid off of... The Mighty Ducks, yet again. We're, this is episode, I believe, 57, and we're still innovating. We're still investigating. If I had a nickel for every time we blew the top, the top off the Mighty Ducks, well, I'd have a shitload of nickels. Put that on a greeting card or something. Uh, moving on. They go to, I guess the next time we see them, really, is when they are unpacking the box of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Editions. And they go, who would throw this away? And that is a great question. How is a whole, like, unpacked box of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Editions just, like, laying in the trash? Gee, shouldn't they be recycled? (laughs) Do they have recycling in 1992? I don't know. You're the expert on things that became popular in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very specific odd time frames uh it's a good question what were they doing in the dumpster to begin with did they get, well, uh, did they get like a hot tip that those were there i think that's what they do because yeah see, you the, see oh, so just... carp carpet at the beginning oh, okay diving in dumpster i think they call him dumpster dave and he apparently just carp just dives in dumpsters like all day i mean who didn't have that friend growing up <laughs> that's true <laughs> it's like he does it for a laugh and then turns out it's a valuable skill yeah. Does does Carp become a garbage man? <laughs> he fulfills his that. lifelong dream of garbage. Yeah, and he he like takes stuff home from the dump. That or he maybe he just continues to be a dumpster diver. Oh, and that's and he's what just he out does. On the street. Yeah, turns a nice living. You know, recycling, you know, reclaiming cans and couches and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, he's like uh, Charlie and uh, It's Always Sunny. That one episode. Or Taco in the league. Yeah. So see, every group of friends like has that one guy who's going yeah. dumpster diving. Okay. It's like Tommy. Yeah, like me. That's where <laughs> yeah. I got these uh, these shorts. <laughs> They're nice shorts. You can't see them at home, but they are nice. So as they um, show up here, the, they well, as they read the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, Hawks show up. They make fun of them. Fulton comes and saves them, I guess. But my question is, Carp is there, Peter, Jesse, Terry, Gee, Conway. Six people versus three Hawks. <laughs> well, Did they need Fulton? Um, 
the ducks are wimps. We've already yeah. uh, uh, well before they're the ducks. District five is just some stupid number, and they're they're it, wimps. It is very weird because like you'd think they'd be like street savvy, you know, and they would have the upper hand in that scenario. But oh, like carp just busts out a knife. Yeah, or I mean, even just like being tough. You yeah, know, you'd yeah, think that's they would point. have the upper hand, but but I mean, they don't. I don't know why, but I it's pretty obvious that they don't. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know why that doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe the hawks are just in their head, but still, at, at the same time, if you have a two to one advantage, you should win a fight. They are circling him, and they do have those cool rollerblades. That's true. So they might have been really intimidated, and also were the were they bigger than them? Yeah, but they were also on the cool rollerblades. Yeah, yeah. So that that's gonna add some height. No, also, they're wearing that, you, you knock them down. Like I think they're at an advantage by being on foot. And they're uh, and the hawks are wearing all black, which is very intimidating, right? Aren't they? Yeah, they're wearing like big black. Well, because they're wearing their like their hawks gear. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, like their travel gear. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think all three hawks are taller than than and probably bigger than every single one of the ducks besides fulton but i still question whether fulton really needed to come in and save the day but at the same time i guess no one stood up for carp i guess they were trying to stand up for carp but no one really stood up for carp peter was trying to get carp's ass kicked (laughs) because he's like you're gonna let him call you wuss breath and but the only ones I see in that group of the six as like scrappers or fighters are, are Peter and Jesse. It's like Charlie, no, he's a lover, not a fighter. Um, Carp, no. Terry. Um, I could imagine him not really knowing what to do, but he would definitely like get into it, like as he does what his brother does. But I can't. I don't see him being like, you know, a good fighter. I just don't. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Why can't I think of his name? Didn't you might? Uh, sorry, I was I was I was preoccupied. I was uh, preoccupied uh, doing some research, but uh, <laughs> clearly not on this scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was gonna say. Jesse, I apologize. Gee, yeah. Peter, Peter. Okay, yeah, Peter. Peter, <laughs> Peter sorry, I guys. see, is a scrapper. Sorry, Quackalites. My my bad. But Peter is also the kind of guy like he, he like kind of sells carp out for a second. So I can see him running. I mean, mm. if he's backed into a corner, I bet he can fight his way out, but he's going to run and try to, like, avoid everything until he finds that corner, so. Okay, so let's say Fulton doesn't show up, and, you know, things start to happen. Who wins the fight? See, I don't think it's a real fight. I think it's like they, they the Ducks get wedgies or something, and that's it. These aren't street kids. They're not going to beat them to a bloody pulp or anything. They're- well, no, but you can you can have a fight that doesn't end with, like, a mashed in I could see the Hawks kind of just like, because they've got the rollerblades, kind of circling them like they're doing, and then like shoving one or two of them and just taking off, bolting, like laughing and high-fiving. And like the Ducks are not going to catch them. Like even if the Hawks were on foot, they're not going to catch them. Yeah. Even though they did show they were pretty good at running through construction sites. That's so. true, but that, I feel like that's like a home field advantage. But that's when Peter Mark pulls out his gun <laughs> and shoots them. Got this from my dad. Yeah. Um, anyway. Kevin, do you have a quack question at the ready? Wow, is it time already? It is time. Wow. I, I, I do think we're going to have to revisit the District 5 uh, kids like before they become ducks again, because I think there's a lot of untapped potential. Okay, we can do that. Yeah.
Okay, uh, I'm almost positive we we haven't used that. I I, I kind of had to dig a little far back because most of ours are like guest specific, and yeah. I don't want to waste those ones. Um, so this one, I I really hope we haven't used this one one before. But well, we'll this one is this from Tim Miner. You might have used this. The, the prison? No. Okay. Okay. Um, Tim Miner, at Tim Miner, um, uh, is this week's Quackalite. That, and he actually used the hashtag. So, Impressive. So way to go, Tim. Uh, here's this question. Uh, who is most likely to go to prison and write about their experience with Bombay. Oh. And why? That's a good question. This is a good First question. First off, great question by Tim. Yeah, this is this is in the Hall of Fame. I put I would put the one question about which Money Duck was gay and then this question. This might be number two in terms of all all time quite questions. My immediate prison in book <clears throat> is uh Peter. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he goes to prison and then he narks on people. Yeah, he's a snitch. Yeah. I could see that. But we, we talked about Carp also being a narc, but he would like narc so he wouldn't get into prison. But yeah. Peter would go and then he would become a prison snitch. And then maybe like write a book like My Life on the Inside. I, I also, I mean, I, I'm kind of maybe reading a little too deep or maybe maybe just deep enough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is he is he is he implying some sort of like sexual experience with Bombay there? What? No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think he's taking Tim, Bombay's Tim, comments about if one Tim of the, Tim, if you can you know uh, clarify this. Let for me see us, that so. question. I think he is saying like he's taking Bombay's initial comments. But, about, oh, maybe one day one of you will write about this in jail. Yeah, he's saying who would be that one person? I don't think he's implying any other. Okay. All right. That. Fair enough. Yeah. I was not... just I was just asking the question, guys. I was just asking the question. Well, you need to take a page out of Tim's book and ask a better question. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. Wow. Man. That was a multi-layered insult. That was <laughs> solid. Uh, but that is, uh, you know, I, Peter was the one who immediately came to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine Gee going to prison for like accidentally killing someone in like some horrible accident gone wrong. What? And, and right? No, no, no. Like an accident. Like. Not like a prank or anything, but maybe he, like his wife, like was killed by a drunk driver and he like took vengeance into his own hands. And so he only got like three years. And so he wrote like a bestseller in prison or something like that. Because like he seems like a sensitive guy. Maybe he talks about his transformation and like the rage. How long have you been thinking about this (laughs) storyline? Just a couple seconds here, but. Interesting. Because I'm trying to think which each. And this is gonna have to be another pod, but why each duck would go to prison? That's a that, that's, that's a, great a really pod. good pod. So, I would. I mean, maybe I should save this for the pod, but for the whenever we do the prison pod. But I don't know if he qualifies because he wasn't there at the time Bombay said it. But I could see Adam Banks going to jail for a little white collar fraud. Oh yeah, some sort of like insider trading deal. Definitely, absolutely. And then yeah, he's trying to capitalize. He, tra- he sees an opportunity to to sell some books or whatnot, and he starts writing about his life. Adam Banks goes to prison for starting a Ponzi scheme, and he gets all of his his hockey buddies that ended up going pro to invest. And you know, it's a it's a uh, what's his name scenario. Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff. I could see that maybe to a smaller scale than that, but that's how he goes to jail. We need to stop talking about this because we need to save this for a. Bottom. One last thing to think about: 
Um, we did talk about Banksy in D3, maybe like getting into like alcohol or drugs or something. Maybe it has to do with that. Maybe he's he sells drugs to the rich kids. Oh, that's true. Something to think about. And I do think we are definitely going to have to expand on this for a future episode. Yeah, I think another thing to think about is not just who goes to jail, but who would write about this kind of stuff. Like, could you imagine, like, the incoherent nonsense that Portman would write? (laughs) First of all, Portman has definitely been to jail. (laughs) He was coming out of juvie in D2. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that is a key consideration here, not just who could go to jail. Because I could honestly see pretty much all of them going to jail at some point. Kenny Wu, does he go to jail? Uh, I mean, I could see some sort of uh, maybe like figure skating fixing yeah, figure or something like that. Figure skating scandal. All right, we need we need to stop if we're gonna make this an episode. Like yeah. All right, so point shaving, <laughs> point shaving and figure skating. Yeah, maybe get like the Russian judge or whatever. Yeah, he's hooked up with a judge, and then you know, or maybe he's got to take a fall so the Russian, but the Russian judge will still advance him. But his fall helps the Russians advance. There's there's ways to do it, people. So we got to just stop talking because we always say we're going to stop talking. and then we. There's just so much fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, all right. Another thanks to at Tim Miner. And again, please, please, please use the hashtag because it makes our lives a lot easier. And by our lives, I mean my life a lot easier. So I'm not sitting near half the pod, not paying attention to these two knuckleheads. And, and, and if you're concerned for, about like number of characters, just like write it out in like, yeah, a screenshot yeah. or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. We love multi-layered in-depth questions. Uh, are we going to allow them to email their questions if they have it? Yeah. I did get an email quite question the other, the, I think last week or two weeks That's ago. That's fair. Because so, some, some of our people aren't on Twitter. Yeah. I understand that. That's what the person said. Some so. of our quackalites are not on Twitter. Yeah. So you can email us, quacktechpod at gmail.com. Uh, or you can just go to thequacktech.com, hit the contact us button. Same thing. It'll work. On Twitter, obviously, at quacktechpod. Facebook.com slash quacktechpod. iTunes, go there, give us five stars. Write a nice review. Because we're nice. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. <laughs>